We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat. So we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. A reading from the prophet Jeremiah. You duped me, O Lord, and I let myself be duped. You were too strong for me, and you triumphed. All the day I am an object of laughter. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I must cry out, violence and outrage is my message. The word of the Lord has brought me derision and reproach all the day. I say to myself, I will not mention him. I will speak in his name no more. But then it becomes like fire burning in my heart, imprisoned in my bones. I grow weary holding it in. I cannot endure it. All right, guys, welcome to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton. Today, I'm going to do a little bit different podcast. Um, I've often thought about what it would be like to hear the readings for the upcoming Sunday ahead of time, because I think oftentimes when we hear the readings earlier in the week, it gives us a little bit more time to marinate in the message. And I don't know about you guys, but Sometimes we're on the second reading before I kind of feel like I'm even settled into church and everybody is seated and I'm like, oh, wait, did we start? Oh, gosh, let me pay attention now. Okay. And then you're kind of like, I missed the whole first reading. So that was the first reading that we're going to hear on Sunday. And what's happening in this reading is that Jeremiah has been given the gift of prophecy. And so clearly that is God's will for his life. And, you know, he's beaten and imprisoned for some of the messages that he has been forced or I don't know he had to give okay the messages from God and have caused him a lot of great harm and pretty much he's sick and tired of being the bearer of bad news and he's like I'm done God I'm done preaching your word and but yet he can't keep it in it's like a fire that burns inside of him that he just has to do God's will and he can't right and so many times When we do listen to the will of God on our lives, there is risk involved. It might not always be what we want to do. It might be uncomfortable. It might require us to stretch out of our um, natural way of doing things or change how we've always done things. But in the end, that is really the only way that we are ever going to have perfect peace in our lives is to do the will of God. And just trust that he has our best interest in heart when we do this. So I want to take you back today to episode 97. If you've been with me for a little bit here, that was the episode where I talked about my son's friend who was doing his Eagle Scout project in Malawi, Africa. So my son was actually fortunate enough to be able to travel to Africa this summer with his friend and um, 
the friend's mom is named Erin, so she's my friend. So it was my son, his friend, and Erin that all went to Malawi. And they went there with a group called Villages in Partnership. And Villages in Partnership is an organization that tries to teach villagers a new way of doing things, a different way of life. So they they teach them how to grow crops, um, how to irrigate their land, and how to dig and sustain wells for clean drinking water. And you think, wow, great. Who wouldn't be on board with that? But the funny thing is, and that's how this topic for today's podcast came about, is because when I brought Charlie home from the airport and then Aaron called me on the phone um, while I was coming home from the airport too, they both used the same word to describe the people of Malawi. And that word was risk. And I thought that's so funny. Like, why is it a risk? Like, clearly these villages in partnership, they have the best interest of these people at heart. Like, why wouldn't you just do it, right? But just like God has our best interest of heart, we don't always do what he's calling us to do either. And so for the people of Malawi, why it's a risk is because they're going to be taught how to grow crops that are different from the crops that they have always grown. They're going to start growing crops that they can actually sell and make money. And the whole idea is to pull these people out of poverty. But it's a risk because they don't necessarily know if these crops are going to survive. They don't know how to tend to these crops. They have to learn. They have to put themselves out there. And Villages in Partnership is going to teach them also how to bring in irrigation to their land. And most importantly, they're going to teach these people how to find fresh water and dig the wells and build the walls of the well, and then how to maintain the wells. And if they can do all of that, oftentimes that means they are not spending hours a day going to fetch fresh water. And usually the people going to fetch the fresh water are the little girls and the women. And so if they don't have hours a day that they need to be walking to get fresh water, guess what? They are freed up to attend school. And it's such like, I mean, it, to, to go to school, like right now we're all getting everything ready for back to school. It's just a given that our kids are going to go off to school. But in so many parts of the world, that's not a given. It's a really like, it's a true gift if you can send your child to school. So, um, but anyway, that's, I thought it was a, a, a unique word that both Charlie and Aaron used to describe the role of the villagers, that they had to take this risk. They had to step out of their comfort zone. They have to think a different way um, in order to improve their lives, okay, and to trust that this villages in partnership has their best interest at heart. And in the second reading and in the gospel reading on Sunday, you're going to hear more about trusting the will of God and how oftentimes that does involve risk. You know, like there's there's lots of great stories in the Bible about people following the will of God and how they're tortured for it. And the gospel reading today is about, you know, when Peter tries, to, you know, well, Jesus is talking to Peter about the... Um, the suffering that he's going to have to endure in the crucifixion. And Peter's like, no, God, no, don't. And he's like, get behind me, Satan, because 
you know, you have to put these like evil thoughts behind you sometimes to do God's will and say like, I, I got to put my blinders on. I can't listen to the people that aren't going to be on board with me because this is my mission from God and God is calling me to a different or better way of life. And it's going to require my own sweat equity. It's going to require some investment of my time, but mostly it's going to require you to put all your trust in God that he does indeed have your best interest at heart. And if you are feeling like you're called to something different right now, if you're sick and tired of being on the financial struggle bus or you've been fighting with your weight or your health for years, like God is calling you to something better, but you got to take the risk. Okay, guys, you got to step out of your comfort zone and you've got to trust that if he's calling you to it, he's going to bring you through it. He will never call you to something that he hasn't equipped you to succeed in. All right. That's what I've got for you today. Um, just know that if you can have the courage to work through the risk and the fear, that there's definitely something better waiting for you on the other side. Now, the other thing I want to talk to you about today is it is Wednesday. Today is the last day to sign up for the September Rosary Group. So just to recap, if you're new here, welcome. In September, it is the month that we honor Our Lady of Sorrows. So we are going to be doing a daily Seven Sorrows Rosary Group. So every morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to join together on Zoom and we are going to talk about um, our sorrows and um, we're going to pray the seven sorrows rosary. So the first week, we're going to kind of work through the different mysteries of that rosary and we're going to talk about what the each sorrow means to us. And I really would love for you to have a journal so that you can jot down what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. And I want you to come with your own sorrows to the group. You don't have to share your sorrows, but um, if you just have a journal to write down um, how your sorrow is is connected to our Blessed Mother. And again, I love bringing the Word of God to our regular lives. Like I think if I had to sum up my mission here on earth, it is that I just want to make the Word of God accessible and um, relevant to your daily life. You know, I hear so many times from my friends that don't want to go to church anymore because they just, they're not getting anything out of it. But I think it's because when you're not really doing the work of learning the life of Jesus and the life of our Blessed Mother, um, then it's not going to resonate with you. But the more you dive into this stuff, the more alive you're going to feel in your faith. And you're going to really start to see um, just how loved you are and how God has your best interest at heart. And you're going to figure out what you're, you're called to do here on earth. And, uh, hopefully that trust in the Lord will light the fire for you to uh, have the confidence to go out there and do what you're called to do. So if you are interested in that rosary group, that will be in the show notes for sure, for sure. Cause I know how to do that. And the doors are closing tonight. Um, because I've got to get the emails out to everyone. So please, 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 if you're feeling called to get up and do a rosary, um, definitely uh, take the risk of losing an hour of sleep or something like that and see what God's calling you to do. All right. Have a great day. And I will see you on Saturday for a five-minute declutter with me. Take care.